The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Discover your geeky haven with Twink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toink.com. To another episode of Wookie Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. How are you guys doing? Oh, it's been right. For me, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I, I hear you. I am I'm still recovering and from knee surgery. And I will tell you, there is the whole um take the day on like normal. I'm like, cool, I'm, I'm just going, doing everything feels fine. Then when I go to relax for the end of the day, it's like, knees going, yeah, you overdid it. <laughs> I'm going to fight back now. So, like, yep, that's where I'm at. But um, we uh, we got some great stories this week. Uh, hopefully, y'all have enjoyed um, people we've had on last few months, uh, like Drew. Um, I, uh, this is one of those times I have forgotten who we've had on the show. I know we just recently had Drew on. They, I'm telling you, things are running together, and it's all because of surgery at this point in time. You should know what's going on because you said you're going to have the website all set or caught up. Uh, website's not caught up yet. It's good. I got time. I'm working on it. I'm getting there. Um, actually, Drew's been it in a while, except for yeah. back in March when we had summer on. Or, wow, for episode 250. It's a lot. It's a lot. So, uh, we're going to start off with some collecting first. And I'm going to first start off HasLab, Black Series HasLab, Reva's lightsaber. The tribe has spoken. Ah. Didn't we talk about this one? We we talked about it. but the, Oh, yeah. I forgot. That was a short campaign. No, same length. It just started early. It started when Kenobi started. Oh, see, I thought they had just put it up like a couple, like a week or two ago. Oh, it went up uh, yeah. first week of Kenobi, but the tribe has spoken. <laughs> it 
<laughs> only made, I got what, at most 25% funded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hasbro needs to figure out what they want to do with the um with their HasLab because there's that a couple now that were missteps. Only in uh, Star Wars. Yeah, but there's also been um, the Hiss Tank, which is a resounding success. Yeah. Yeah. Eight hours, 27 minutes, I think is what they said. <clears throat> Something like that, yeah. They're already on like their like fourth or fifth stretch goal already. They, they've had all four stretch goals. Mm. Uh, the his tank came comes with the driver. Then they uh, second was the uh, tactical officer. Third was the the missiles. No, the early bird was attack officer. So right away it got fun. It got funded by the deadline, obviously. So right away it comes with two figures. Then uh, it comes with the um, the missile attachment and the track plates and the third one was additional mm-hmm. cannons and then the fourth one is a retro style cobra commander six inch o-ring figure and this thing still has legs they probably could add more stretch goals to this and they'll probably get hit yeah no, so, still like, how long left uh you had to ask i have it up here i gotta roll back up to the top and tell you i'm looking at the campaign uh, now 33 and 28 yeah minutes. Now this is okay. This is six-inch scale figures. Yeah, these are all six inches. So just had a glitch on our end. First order is trying to mess with the yeah with the show. Uh, Ken, you were mentioning it's three hundred bucks. You look at the the ones that are successfully funded that we've had. Um, the two that for Star Wars, the Rancor they wanted. Wasn't that like four hundred for the Rancor? Yeah, something like that. It was yeah. just a little bit bigger than the Rancors they've put out. They've put out plenty of Rancors in the past. Right. Um, right. Reva's lightsaber, it was between four and $500. And most of your, um, the Force Effects Elite, even, for Star Wars, is they're getting them for at about 200 at the most. Yeah. To, to 250 right. So you want more than double that, or probably about double that. I understand it's a double-bladed lightsaber, but that's still asking a lot. This His Tank... This is awesome with all the extra stuff you're getting, and it's only three hundred. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the um, rain. The, the other ones. Are, and then what was there? The uh, huh? You don't even list right, on here what the rain core was going for. Well, the sky striker went for I believe it was three hundred. Yeah. See, the, the what's terrible on this is um, you if you go through the site, you look at what's been funded, and it still doesn't tell you um what the price was. Yeah. But still, if I remember, right, wasn't, wasn't there there a th- one of the like Java's throne room or something like that? Yeah, was one of them. Uh, uh, no, I don't think that. No, no, no. You're thinking of the uh, Java Sorter with Bib Fortuna. That's actually going to be on sale uh, this fall. They yeah, were yeah. it for that price. Yeah, uh, the Sail Barge. Sail Barge and the, um, the Razor Crest are the two that have actually succeeded. Sail Barge was the very first one because yeah, yeah. both of those are so awesome that that's what it, you know. Everybody's like, yeah, those are great. Well, here, yeah, here's so the thing. Before the, the only two that have n- not been funded of all the well three that mark that hasbro's done because they don't list cookie monster for whatever reason um no oh, yeah it is it's the two star wars black series the lightsaber and the rancor yeah so i'm wondering wh- also if just the black series brand doesn't bring the money they think it does there's another question too because of how yeah maybe not anymore how how um like black chrysanthemum is out in the six inch figure it's available to get in places. Uh, and they're saying it's even for the comic look. Uh, all they did is took a Chewbacca body, 
took a different head and put the put the armor accessories on him. And they use the same bowcaster. They don't give him a second weapon like shown in the on the comic art. Yeah. So and and so Chewbacca's not nearly as bulky, bulked up like Persantin was or is. So like th- this, they didn't even bother to do a new mold. They just changed change the head. It almost looks to me because um, Hasbro, with the way they do the distribution for the regular stuff, the stuff sells out way before they can even get it in the stores. They can't keep it on the pegs, which we've discussed here before. That it's something they do to themselves by the way they distribute. Mm-hmm. But um, it's almost like they're assuming uh, with anything Star Wars, you put Star Wars label on it, people are going to flock to it and buy it and sell it out. Right. And at this point, Hasbro's had the license for so long, they don't well, they don't know a time when Star Wars didn't sell out. Right. Well, these other ones that are selling are stuff that um, they've not had forever or that had as nearly as long as Star Wars. I mean, other than like G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe, they've had since way back in the day. They've had that was the homegrown and Transformers the same thing it was homegrown from Hasbro yeah but um, the rest of this is stuff that they've had to grow from there and GI Joe they've slowly stepped in to do this stuff and it's from the six inch series and that's still new for GI Joe right so anything the vehicles for six inch people are going all over because they've never had this before right lightsabers we've had even double blade lightsabers we've had cheap ones we've had good ones we've had and now also with the um with the independent lightsaber makers and manufacturers now like rebel sabers and things like that, that um, people can get a lightsaber. You can, I could probably go to um, good affiliate plug places, huh? Good affiliate plug. Yeah. But I could go to rebel sabers <laughs> and talk to them and say, Hey, I want Reva's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And I bet you that it comes in less than what they when Hasbro wanted for this. And it would look better and probably work better. And probably get, and pro- it may not spin, but you can, at least, you might be able to break it apart. This one didn't spin. I know. I'm saying Rebel Sabers, it may not spin, but you may be able to break it apart and be able to fold the, the circle in half to, to a semicircle. Well, that's what this one had, because the one from HasLab, remember, did not, um, it had, you could break it into two. No, you could not. It did not spin. I don't believe yeah. you could break it into two. It was one unit. No, it had, you could, you could break it in half and do just a single blade. And what it is, is the lightsaber didn't break in half. You take the second blade out, the second blade out of it, and uh, take half of the ring off, and it turns it into a single blade lightsaber. Because all of these uh, force effects lightsaber stuff, you can take the blades off. Right. So you take the blade out, you take one side of the ring off of it, and then you have a single blade lightsaber. But I guarantee, I bet you, if we talk to Rebel Saber, our buddies over Rebel Sabers, they would make one that would spin for us if we wanted. Probably. Yeah, if we they, may we may be paying more than five hundred bucks for it, but if this one, if they had offered it with that spinning effect to it, I bet you it would have gotten a whole lot more. And also, I didn't even know this was on here until um, like I said, about two, three weeks ago when we first saw a story about it. I don't know if they just didn't advertise it as well or what. We we talked about it on the show. Yeah, like two or three weeks ago. It wasn't that long ago. No, we talked about it uh on the first Obi Wan Obi Wan Wednesday. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Was mentioned then, yeah. But we didn't really. We we, we, we said then we did not expect it to happen, not for the price. Yeah. Also, we didn't really like go in depth. It was just part of the. Well, with the lightsaber, with everything that was already coming with this, what kind of stretch goals was there as an option? Um, you, know, you already have the lightsaber. You mm, have the sand. You have all the things that it does already. It, what are you going to add to that to enhance the lightsaber? It, now you could give a bunch of bonus stuff, give us figures, give us all this other stuff, but that doesn't enhance the original item. 
They don't list the. No, they don't. The well, bonus. they'll never tell you until you reach it. Well, all right. Yeah. What could what could they have? What that's what, what I'm be? thinking. I mean, what could they add to that? Maybe the straps so that you can actually hook it to your back and just set it, have it sitting on your back. I don't know. But it seems weird Maybe because they that. they do mention what the different stretch goals were for the Rancor, but I think they were doing that to try to get it sold. Trying to get it sold, yeah, <laughs> yeah. With this one, I think they realized pretty quick that it was not going to make it. Well, here, the Rancor actually had a shot. If I remember right, they made it to like eighty percent or something like that. Uh, it needed nine thousand and it had eight thousand five hundred and thirty-three backers. Yeah, so it almost made it. Yep. This one, it was pretty obvious it was not going to make it. <laughs> So here, here's the thing. There's been a lot of talk on the internet mentioning, is this something where um, Hasbro's doing all this to cause dissension amongst the collectors and eventually get rid of the Black Series, phase it out completely? Because if you look at like the Republic Commandos that are coming out, some of the other figures coming out, there's, there is more detail coming back into the, the vintage collection. And it seems like details are slipping away from the Black Series, figure-wise. That seems like an awful lot of trouble to go through just for that. Yeah, I can't see them doing tanking something like this just for that. I can see them moving away from the Black Series, possibly. Because you guys remember, the um, with the situation yeah. outside of Star Wars in the real-world situation, the Black Series cost them more to make. Yeah, they're charging them more, but... At this point, Black Series are what twenty five to thirty bucks a piece, right? Yeah, they're heading up that you can, that direction. That's, that's just a standard. That's just fifteen bucks. That's well, a standard figure. 10 to fifteen bucks, and um, what is it? I think like Super Seven and Hot Toys, and some of those are thirty five to forty five dollars, and they're twice to three times the amount of toy for what you, for the price. Yeah, of what you get from the Hasbro Black Series. Mm. So at this point, they're try- the Black Series is really in com- competition with the premium action figures from these other one-off companies, mm-hmm. and you're try- and uh, they can't compete with them for the price. Right. Well, the thing about this, like this, um, we talked about the, the Dave Filoni figure. Cool that he got his figure. That head, this, that head sculpt is way off. Yeah. I almost think Hasbro is too big of a company for something like this. They can't, they don't work well with trying to get the details just right because of the size of their company. I, I don't know because look at G.I. Joe. The G.I. Joe stuff is great. The details are there. That team has it has it set. But I guess the question can be is that because Classified Series is just over two years old and it's catching the attention of Air- Maybe the, the Joe collectors. You got to think for a long time, though. Yeah. Uh, you remember the dark times for Star Wars? Yeah. G.I. Joe has had that for a while now. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, they have. They finally they've been they've tried to bring it back a couple times. It's never really caught on with the kids. But then again, they, none of the um, they've had a couple of different cartoons that they've tried to put out to do what they did in the 80s. But nothing caught on. G.I. Joe and Transformers together, well, the, the 80s in general was a strange time for everybody looking back on it when it came to kids. Because with the way the FTC um, or the FCC changed their rules and things, you had um, G.I. Joe, Transformers, Masters of the Universe, even GoBots, just about anything you put on TV that was aimed at a kid sold billions of toys. And it led it led into the '90s. You had some of the. It led off towards the end of the '90s. It seemed like it kind of led off a little bit, and it really hasn't kicked back in the same way. 
Okay. But also the 80s had a captive audience. Most most regions had the three um, network channels, but you only had three to four syndicated channel or um, syndication UHF channels that would cover these cartoons in the afternoons. So you had like, or here in Cleveland, we had um, one, but usually one channel that ran all the cartoons for morning and afternoon. And then you had your Saturday morning with all the networks. And then eventually we had a second one that was competing when they towards the mid early to mid nineties. So it's like, it was a captive audience for GI Joe because that's the only cartoon that was on after school in that time slot. Now there is so much out there that it's way harder. And now there, and you can see here there with GI Joe, they had the dark time until this classified and the classified is aimed at the adult collectors. Right. Well, I'll, the kids who had GI Joe toys back in the eighties and nineties. I'll, I'll go another argument. Marvel Legends. They bought from Toy Biz and took over. Mm-hmm. The details have been greatly right. improving, especially with all the movie tie-in figures. Mm-hmm. The, the details are getting incredible, and they're still five bucks cheaper. Same mm-hmm. company, five bucks cheaper than than the Star Wars Black Series. I, I still think it goes back to they've had Star Wars so long. They've the team that does whoever it is that does Star Wars for Hasbro has realized has is like you know what it's going to sell no matter what, and since their distribution I don't know what it is that yeah it gets messed up in it the way their distribution works it looks like they're selling as much as everything else because you can't find them anywhere because it's all sold out, right? So they're thinking that oh it's Star Wars it will sell no problem but in reality it might not be doing as well as they think mm-hmm. it is yeah makes total sense. So the question is, I know for me, I am really cutting back on my Black Series buying. If it's park-related, I'll get it. Uh, I want to get the armor to finish off my Rogue One troops, Imperial troops. And if there's any other figures that can be tied in with Rogue One, I'll get those as well. I have a Rogue One set up. I still need to get another um, AT-AT driver and Veers to complete a Hoth set. That way I can put Veers in the middle, flank him on either side with an ADAT pilot, and then flank those with two snowtroopers that I have. So I have a Royal Guard. I may consider getting trying to find another one and get the Emperor. I don't know. I would love uh, definitely Black Series. I will co- still collect Wookiees and droids uh, just because I have an affection for both. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, I'll get the, the stuff associated with the parks the multi-pack figures that are associated with the parks without a problem because they're tied into the parks. Other than that, it, I'm still looking for triple zero to finish off my set with the Afro Afro trio. Other than that, it's gotta be something really impressive for me to really look into getting before I pick it up. Yeah. I'm still in the same place. Like if something catches my eye that I really, really like, I'll get it. But other than that, I don't specifically collect anything yet right now. That and also, yeah, just that's I'm in place. The way the world is right now, it's yeah. hard to justify. I'm going to buy everything of this when it comes to collectibles yeah. and things like that. The, the newer retro stuff. I rarely buy any. Yeah. Now, with the retro, um, the retro Mandalorian, the retro, because uh, the Wave 2 is almost a Mandalorian slash Book of Boba Fett setup. Uh, but the Mandal- you know, the retro Wave for Mandalorian and for Obi Wan, I'll grab. The other the other issue I have is there's so many different lines now that it it's just so confusing. Mm-hmm. Black series, retro series, whatever else there is. The, just this like, is well, the the retro series is twelve thirteen bucks max. Yeah, what's the difference between the 
retro series and the vintage series. Retro series is like it was back when Kenner originally came out with the figures. It's the five points yeah, of articulation. Five. It's like what we had as so kids. No, it's the retro. Vintage just looks, it's on a cool card. Vintage is they pulled the, a, instead of doing the generic card for a wave, like the Clone Wars or Force Awakens, or it was just, you had, oh, here's Vader in red, and it says, the for, um, Power of the Force 2, or Attack the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, whatever. The mm. car, the vintage collection look, they call it the vintage collection because the cards look like the old Kenner cards, where here's the figure, right. and here's either artwork or a photo of that figure, but it's a modern figure on the, on the old classic card. And pretty much from what I've seen, you basically get all they have is retro or they're calling all their other stuff vintage because it's all on that old card or the old looking card, the old style. Yeah, I've not seen any of the newer style cards and I've not seen any of the retro anywhere. Retro, uh, retro. I was getting at GameStop or on eBay. I don't go to GameStop often. So usually it's like if I'm the if I'm in a Walmart or I'm in a Target or something like that, I'll look through the give a quick look through the toy aisle, but the Star Wars is the smallest area of all the toy of any type of toy. Oh yeah, because it seems like everything's going to like five or six markets and it's mm-hmm. and everyone there is having having field day with it and then oh Lord help you anywhere else in the country because you're not gonna get it unless you go online. Well, also, um, the one thing that Target and Walmart both have started to do now, that um, back like with electronics and stuff, they'll have their um, geek slash collectors area with the, um, and you'll find your Black Series figures end up there instead of in the toy aisle where they're normally at. See, right. my, my Walmart's not smart enough to do that. Yeah, like your pop, your pop vinyls, all that stuff are all in that section. Right. That they've done, but they haven't moved the Black Series over there. I, I've found them in both sometimes, depending on... Yeah, it, it's Target, Target is even worse because they have it's almost like an entire section of the store is their collector's area. <laughs> yeah, and I, I've never seen Hasbro figures there at all. They always keep My them in the store. Walmart stores. is off. They barely have anything most of the time. My, mine does, too. I mean, mine are the same way. And to me, I would think Boston is a big market. Sure, like Boston. I'm like 50 miles outside of Boston, uh, so uh, they sure, don't care about us. Yeah, see where I'm at here. Um here in Akron, I got like three Walmarts around the city, so or four actually. Depends on which direction you want to go. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, you got to remember, I'm only I'm also like 30 minutes south of Cleveland. See, with me being in the Orlando area, there's not a lot, <laughs> not a lot at all. So, I mean, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to I'm going to order off Amazon or off uh, or online somewhere. Yeah. That way, I know I could get it, and you know, if a package comes in messed up. Cool. It's going to get opened anyway for display. Yeah, but then you also, the only other problem with that is some of those places charge extra. That's why I'm, if I do it, it's going to be off Amazon again or probably Hasbro Pulse. Yeah. Correct. The hope they have it in stock. I've actually bought online. Usually I'll, um, it'll be something that I know was coming. So I de- like a couple of Ahsoka figures I've gotten, but I'll pre-order them on like Big Bad Toy Store or somewhere where they don't charge you extra um, on pre-order. Pre-order, you get the regular manufacturer thing price. Right. Now, after oh, right. that, when people, when they start running out of stuff, then they'll start raising the price depending on what the market gives you. Yeah. But a lot of the places, especially the uh, more of the bulk online stores like a big bad toy store or something like that you could buy cases of the 
at um, retail price. Yeah, right. You can buy the entire wave all at once, or like a case, like a, whatever the wave is coming out, the case of that. So it's whatever the assortment that would come in a case to like a Walmart. Right. Right. But that's expensive. Yeah. Well, that's why I don't buy those. <laughs> like I said, you know, right. Even with the even with the three and three quarter inch uh, retro line, yes. Uh, would I consider? Because they just released. Um, Vader, Chewie, Luke, Obi-Wan, Leia, and Han that you, you can pick up through di- shopdisney.com. I, w- I would, even though all they are is a reproduction of the original figures, I don't know. I may consider getting those just because they're part, but those I would leave in the, you know, in the package. I don't know. Unless I decide to open them and go, you know, this is the closest way I'm getting to getting these original figures from back in the day with the right weapons, with the right, whatever. Yeah. Well, actually for me, so when it comes to collecting on the whole collection, what's that? Would you try to collect all of them or just, well, right now, uh, the retros that are out, there's six in wave one, six in wave two of the Mandalorian. Uh, there's the six for Obi-Wan. There's six or eight in Obi-Wan. And then there's six, with the original, with the original trilogy, and then there's uh, that came in the. There were two different versions. Uh, there was a battle for the battle of the Death Star game that came with a Luke, an X-wing pilot. There was a Escape the Death Star that came with a Tarkin, first appearance of Tarkin on a retro five point figure, and then the Mandalorian Monopoly came with a stormtrooper. Which that stormtrooper is on a retro, but it's a Mandalorian card. The X-wing pilot, eh, I may or may not. Tarkin, I want because it, it was one that wasn't done. The six original trilogy ones that sold as a six pack. I don't know. I don't know. I've actually really been considering that if I was going to do any serious type collecting at all, it'd be um, refurbishing and rehabbing the old ones that I have. Like I have an original Millennium Falcon, I have an original AT-AT, but all of them are missing parts. Yeah. It just flipping through eBay. It's like I could find, buy the, either the original parts or even 3D printed new stuff that would fit on it to bring it to make it look because I'm not selling it back anyway. But for right. it doesn't cost much for the parts. I have, I have, uh, rehab my old toys. I have the Star Destroyer playset. And the I piece. have the bulk of it. I have nothing that goes with it. I have the frame. <laughs> I have, I have it, but at the, um, the hologram strip, I can't see it. Up, stored in the up position, has to stay down. Yeah, uh, I've seen online that top piece, but I can't tell if that's where the. I gotta go back and look at my actual playset to see if that's where the uh, um, where it clips in, or if it clips in the front frame. Yeah, but I'm I'm slowly trying to get the original figures to go with that. Oh, other retro figures they they've done. Uh, Dengar and IG eighty eight. On Amazon, our Amazon exclusives, and then they just announced today that they're doing uh, Boba Fett and Bosk mm. in the retro. I have, I have a Dengar. I have IG eleven, ID eight, or I have IG eleven too. I have IG eighty eight. I have um, Boba Fett. I have a Bosk from back in the day. Only way, only reason why I would maybe consider getting these is because they have the, they're part of the retro line, and these I would put. On display, but right now the way I would be displaying things, they're they're not going to be seen right. It's, it'd just be a waste of money. So I mean, I'm doing things where I could set up a diorama type setup. Yeah, this is why I'm I'm seriously looking at 
uh, cardboard galaxy for a lot of stuff. And Zoe and I today were looking at things. And remember, I told you guys I had all those astromechs and I couldn't in the in some Jawas and I couldn't find them. Found them today. <laughs> I'm a happy boy. <laughs> I found them. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I, I've got some stuff that I, I need to check with um, cardboard galaxy. See if he could do the, uh, the droid bath area from Galaxy's Edge as well. Cool. Because he 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 makes uh, a background. Uh, I think I I showed y'all pictures, or if not, you can see the pictures on my Facebook page um, of like five droids in front of uh, Droid Depot. There's an R1, uh, a couple Astromechs, a Gonk droid, and a loader droid. They're all sitting on the other side of a rail up against the wall that it, with the app you can interact with. They sell those. They're three and three quarter inch figs. Mm. I want cardboard galaxies background for that and i want to get those figures to put in front of it yeah so i can recreate that that look or diorama so uh jawas are another one that now because of all the droids that i want to collect now that they're making more and more jawa stuff so but to continue on um is black series going away (sighs) don't know maybe maybe not but announced of what's coming to san diego comic-con uh we've talked about this before and i guess you, you could start they'll be able to help you make them there along along with your pre-order uh the hasbro selfie series where we talked about uh you can make yourself a a ghostbuster and they're calling it rookie um male or female the different power rangers just oh yeah uh oh what was the list um they they have the official list now um mandel okay from marvel black panther black widow spider-man iron man female and male rookies from ghostbusters snake snake eyes and scarlet from G.I. Joe, Red and Pink Rangers from Power Rangers, or Mandalorian Warrior, Stormtrooper, or X-Wing Pilot, or a Rebel Princess from Star Wars. And the Rebel Princess is Leia in Hoth outfit. That's the body. So if you're a warm weather female, you're going to be stuck with a cold weather character or cold weather outfit. I would have liked to have seen them maybe have another option for, for Leia. Yeah, that's a little odd that they chose that. All, the iconic all, white, the iconic yeah. white dress. It's yeah, would have been great. Yeah, the Bestman Cloud City it's dress would have been great. Even the Return of the Jedi, the yep. green dress. Yep. If you wanted to go with the dress, oh, with her on indoor walk right. dress. Yeah. Why not the Why not the commando? Her Leia in the yeah. commando in her commando gear. Me, sure. me personally, um, I I would love to do this, and if I do, it'll be the X wing pilots. You know, point blank, I'd be doing the X-Wing pilot. But uh, other things coming out from uh, in the six inch figures in the Black Series, uh, convention exclusives is going to be a six inch Cassian Andor with a new droid called B2 EMO that's going to be in the series. Hmm. I want this droid. <laughs> we, it kind of looks cool. And I talked about how much I like droids. Um, and then there's also a. Uh, Boba Fett in disguise figure, which this is a a look of Boba Fett from um, War of Bounty Hunters comic line. Okay. So Black Series would, because of how cool those boxes are, would I consider the characters inspired by the comics? I want to get Kersantan. I already have Jackson. Wouldn't be that hard for me to go back and get a Luke or the, the one Imperial Guard from uh, Crimson Empire. Leia's out there. I, I would consider getting this fat for that. Yeah. For the well, crossover, you know, as a, a 
if it's a crossover series. Well, um, with what we've been talking about all night so far, looking at this, um, I found this Cassian Andor with B2 EMO. And um, we were talking about the way Hasbro can't figure out what's going on with Star Wars and why they couldn't do, do their Haslabs. This figure with just with the one droid, $56. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A Black Series figure with a droid. Now, I will. Yeah. I will tell you for this being a con exclusive. That That's a joke. That just is a sticker they put on it. This Cassian mm-hmm. is probably one of all the different Black Series figures that have come out recently. I think this one's got quite a bit of detail for it. Yeah. For what, what it is. But a couple other figures that we got talk, coming down soon is another one that I, sticker price was like, what in the world are they thinking? But we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, in the vintage collection, we have the yeah. rescue multi-pack, rescue set multi-pack. Four figures. Uh, four figures are Mandalorian Beskar with the Beskar staff, Moff Gideon with Darksaber, Cloth Cape, Grogu with binders. That's actually kind of <laughs> cute with the handcuffs. Yeah, yeah. And the Dark Trooper. And with the Dark Trooper and Mandalorian, it comes with flame effects. So you can make it look like Mando has lit him on fire. Uh, you could do a, po- I guess the head is adjustable on the Dark Trooper, so you can make it look like He's rammed the Beskar spear up underneath it, the head, and through. So, I mean, some cool options there with the, but these are vintage collection, three and three quarter inch. Yeah, this was the other one I was talking about that it was like, these are really awesome. And, uh, but they have it marked at $75. Is that what it's going for? Yeah. Yeah. Which I just did the math and that's almost 19 bucks a figure. And uh, you can buy them individually if you'd buy each of these figures for what, 10 to 12? No. Oh. About 19, Prevent- 19 to 20. Quarters? Yeah. Uh, they, they, yeah. Go be, they go between, they, they, they go like, to 15 to 20. I thought they were still t- um, 10 to 12. Oh, retro's now 10 to 12. No, I, yeah. And then they're wondering why they're um, having troubles, troubles with some of the cells. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So th- those are the two items from uh, for San Diego. I'll be interested to see how much these go for after the um, after Comic-Con. Yeah. I could see this being the at at convention price. Well, the the Black Series uh, Boba Fett ex- exclusives thirty four bucks. It's thirty three ninety nine. Yeah. And here's the fun part: you buy it at the convention. You're not going home with it at the convention. You're just pre ordering it because it'll ship in f- this fall. Hmm. Right. That's the other problem I'm having. Yeah. Well, let's make all these announcements, pre order, and then you're waiting a year, year and a half before you. Before they come in. Well, that and the fact that, um, like I said before, that about that being a joke, a convention exclusive is means that you could get it at the convention and that's it. Other than that, after the convention, you can still buy it everywhere. Yeah, yeah. For retail price, usually. Yeah. So, what would I love to get this Boba Fett in disguise? I'm sure I'll be able to pick it up on a Hasbro Pulse shortly after if it doesn't sell out pre-order. But they they also limit how many pre-orders instead of just leaving it at an open run. And stopping pre-orders once they finish, you know, once you know, there's got to be a time you can stop pre-orders when you, I guess, when you put it on actual sell, when you know you have an actual ship date and you keep making it until you decide we're stopping the run. That's what I'm I'm seeing is like, uh, I could see them doing all these for pre-order and then you get it later if they're trying to gauge how many of these to make. But the way Hasbro works and they're so far ahead that if they're coming out this fall, these are already made. They're just finishing them up and putting them in the boxes right now. Probably. But at this point in time, continue selling them. Continue production on them. Yeah. Yeah. 
I never understood how a pre-sale, something that's on pre-sale can go, can sell out. I can't either. Isn't like the whole purpose, isn't the whole purpose of a pre-sale to find out how much you need of the thing? I would think so. But if Target comes out and says, we're only going to buy 10,000 units of this figure, and Walmart goes, we're only going to buy 10,000 units of this figure, and Entertainment Earth says, well, we're only going to buy 5,000 units, and Big Bad Toy Store says, well, we're only going to buy 8,000 units, we know that we could have those as guaranteed sales. They're going to they're gonna spend the money on those and then go ahead and pre-order. And if they sell out 10,000 units, then the pre-orders are sold out. Then Hasbro will make a bit more to have extras to go on the pegs just so they don't get backlash problem is they're still getting backlash because mm-hmm. you can't find them on the pegs and you're getting mm-hmm. they're getting backlash from for every line transformers ghostbusters power rangers gi joe marvel marvel legends but this is not a new problem for them this is no. something they've had for years but this is a problem they don't want to address yeah right well, no because it looks like they're the most popular toys in the stores because their shelves are always empty they're always sold out but they, they pay attention to social media. They know they know what's going on out there. The problem is we're all complaining and everybody's complaining and still buying them as fast as they can. Yeah. That's where like the, the HasLab, all of a sudden, oh, we've had a couple not make it. Then they can sit, they sit back and go, why? As long as you're still, they're still being right. bought and as long as they're still making their money, they don't care if people are happy or not. They're still buying it. Yeah. It's a, it's a consumer driven thing. I mean, <laughs> Well, going if you're going to buy it, they're going to keep giving exactly what they're doing. Uh, going back to HasLab, if you're going to do anything new or try anything for Black Series, I've heard people mention A-Wings at this point in time. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything Black Series that's worth pursuing. Go back to Vintage Collection and do stuff there. Give me a new Moss Eisley Cantina set. Hasbro doesn't like play sets, though. <laughs> that's why they've got the Tano 4 playset that's doing... Well, they got the Navarro playset. Well, okay. I didn't know how well those were selling. I mean, they've been out for a while. I mean, they're they're selling okay. Point A sponsor plug. Uh, they have it now. The prices are now a little bit more where they should be. Is that Toink? You can get it for like under thirty five bucks. Yeah, I know. With today as we're recording was the last day of Amazon of Prime days. They had the no, Navarro playset for thirty bucks. Down from fifty two, fifty five, whatever. I think they're overpricing the playset some. Oh, definitely. The throne room. I don't know if that's going with if Fortuna. I don't know if that's going to go for three hundred bucks. Even with all the accessories it's coming with. I doubt it. That's that's one figure in there. Yeah. Swing that up with a couple more figures, like a couple of the Grimorian guards, a couple of the piggies. Okay, maybe I consider. 300 bucks. Considering the vintage collection, Galaxy's Edge, Millennium Falcon came with por- uh, some Porgs, Hondo, and Chewie, and it was 300 bucks. And you got a lot more with it, and you got an actual ship. I I think a, a play set of sorts, because I'll say Jabba's Sail Barge is a play set of sorts. Even though it's a vehicle, it's also a play set. Well, so is the Razor Crest. Yes. Yeah. The way it's done, it's, it's a play set. Give us something that's a playset. I think people will go towards it. I would love to see Hoth Trench. Rogue One's doing doing well. I don't know how well Rogue One stuff's doing because Shop Disney's now selling the Shore Trooper four pack. Cha-ching. I'm considering it. Why? Because I get a discount, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I really like the Shore Troopers. 
But what, what would be a cool, cool playset for Rogue One that would tie in the sh- like the Shore Troopers? Well, make a um, Scarif playset. Make that hallway. That's actually the London London Tunnel, the, the the tube the tube station. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking actually make a beach playset. Make the hangar, make that hangar pad playset mm-hmm. with the with the bunker door, and then sell sell the ship that shuttle and put the shuttle there and, and have that shuttle as an option to buy to add to it. That'd be great. So, I, but I think the vintage collection is the way to go. If not, or get some more stuff going with the retro, and then wow us with with a, a retro line Haslab, like maybe Star a new Star Destroyer playset type thing. That's just more of the front screens and the pits with the with the deck instead of what the old one was, or modern or do a modern version than of the old Star Destroyer playset. I'm almost wondering would they um. Would there be a way to make it desirable enough to get to do maybe um, some type of upgraded new version of the old Darth Vader or C-3PO figure case? Oh, with that. Those are classics. Imagine what they could do with that if they could actually somehow make it even better than what it was. Even I, if it is something that like is even a display that sits on the wall or something that you could put your figures in. There were. I remember there were four different playsets or uh, figure cases. I remember the two. There were the original was a vinyl box that had two trays. Oh yeah. And you flip the trays over and there's a display stands or it could be a playset. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great for like hangar activity. Oh, we're on the Death Star. I still have one of those. It has a bunch of GI Joe figures in it. Uh, then they came out. Actually, there was five. Then the, that I remember. Then they came out with uh, the Vader case, and I had like. I had two, two alone for all my figures because it took me two to fill up plus that other one. Then they made uh, Chewbacca's Bandolero so you could take figures with you for play to yeah, a friend's house. <laughs> Which I would love to find that. That would be cool to put the newer retro figures in. That I would consider getting the six pack if I could find Chewbacca's Bandolero or Bandolier figure case. Then came C-3PO and then when all the power of the Force 2 came back and was more bulkier-esque five-point articulation figures like the Buff Luke, Buff Han, Buff Leia. Um, Buff the <laughs> the, um, the figure case for that was the Millennium Falcon because it came with uh, Wedge. Okay. And that was the only way you were that. able to get Wedge. Was it? I'm probably thinking of something else, but I could have swore there was a... Um... One of the figure cases, like one of the Darth Vader's or something, actually would talk if you hit a button on the front of it or something. That may mm-hmm. have been something even way newer. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But a figure case would be great. But the thing is, you have to they'd have to do something super crazy to yeah, make it work what that. they charged for the HasLab. Yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't see that. Just They would have to hold it. like 60 figures and it comes with 30 or something. Uh, that may be pushing it. But I'm saying it would have to be some kind of crazy deal like that to make it actually worth... Uh, okay, so according to rebelscum.com, when Power of the Force came back, was the Power of the Force 2, there was a Power of the Force collector's case. It was like a plastic box. There was a talking C-3PO case. Yeah, I knew that. I thought there was a talking one. Really? Then, uh, here's the... Millennium Falcon with Wedge. There came, there came with Wedge. Okay. Then, then there was this one that I totally didn't. I may or may not have known 
uh, I remember the one with Wedge because when we had FAL Schwartz here in Orlando, um, they had the one with Wedge, but the they repackaged it a year later and added the scanning crew, a scanning officer in a, in a scan box. That's it. I don't think there have been carry cases since then. Well, also, you got to remember they're um, anymore. Yeah, they're technically kids' toys, but they're aiming them at adults. How many adults do you know that carry their figures with them when they go places? <laughs> Not enough, frankly. All right. Well, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, Mike, how many other adults do you know that carry their figures <laughs> with them when they go places? Derek, just admit it. He used to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, Ken. You know you do. Admit it. Not yet. Maybe if I get all, like cleaned up and looking pretty. So, I mean, yeah. That's uh, I don't know. I mean, there's options, but I, I think doing something, develop this retro line a little bit more and then do uh, maybe a playset there. Like maybe you introduce the, the meeting room, have all the different admirals and generals and, and governors that have never been done and re-release Tarkin and Vader. Yeah, really. Possibly. Yeah. The detention, detention block with a couple troopers. Uh, I mean, there's options. I, I that's. Oh, I'll say it. I mean, there's options. Uh, um, or do something with the vintage line, vintage collection again. I, I think you need to, unless you could find something that's going to just be an instant home run, I don't think there's anything you could do Black, black Series-wise anymore. They tried twice. It failed. Yeah, I can't really think of anything that would be amazing. I think an A-Wing would be great because they've already done an X-Wing. They've done a Snowspeeder, a 6-inch. Luke's land speeder has been done. An A-wing would be great. A B-wing would be cool because you don't see those very often. True. I was just thinking that. I think a I think a B-wing may be too big, six inch wise. I think it's, it might. It might. I'm thinking smaller. Cool to do. I think the X-wing was almost too big, six inch wise. A-wing would be perfect, but then you have to decide what A-wing do you do from the original trilogy or from the sequel trilogy. Sure. A red. What color do you do? The red or the black? Or the red, the green, or the, the red, blue? Red. What the red? Is it white with the red stripe? Is it red with the white stripe? Red with the white stripe. See, these are all easy decisions. So you get the figure. What extras do you get to go with it? The torpedoes? No, that's the, that's the tougher question. Do you mm-hmm. add Do you add another another pilot so you can have options of pilots and, be, and use one of the pilots from the cutscenes? Uh, uh, perhaps use a non-human pilot, an alien pilot. I think the name no the um the name no the name pilot. Oh God, what was his name? Name ten. Solston. Yeah, ten no, ten no. But a Solston pilot. You use that pilot, right? Um, That's if you don't idea. use that pilot, you use the Mon Calamari A wing pilot, which I found odd considering they were more behind the B wing than the A wing. But hey, whatever floats the boat. Lucas is. Thing is what he did. Um, okay, so give it a give it an alien pilot, a, a Sultan or a, a Sultan or um, Mon Calamari pilot. Also, too for for tiers, ground crew. Yeah. Now that's interesting. One or two ground ground crew, Rebel fleet, a Rebel officer ground crew, a Rebel ground crew with, with a couple crates and maybe a hose to quote unquote attached to the to the ship and a crate or two with them. Tier three. Remember in uh, the uh, personnel vehicle that brought the pilots to the ships? Oh, yeah. yeah. Throw one of those on it. One of the ground crew. Could, if you already have two ground crew, one of the ground crew drives that. I feel like I'm almost riding a HasLab for them. <laughs> Don't worry. They won't listen to us anyway. 
Nope. Yeah, the only thing I can't think of is a is a four. What to do for a four? Fourth tier. It doesn't matter. They'll never make it in anyway. Fourth tier? That's when you do the cardboard cutout out background of the year. <laughs> so if it never hits fourth tier, who cares? <laughs> it would have to come with an awesome display stand also, kind of like the way the Razor Crest did. Yeah. True. You could have it sitting there on his landing gear, or you Maybe. put it on the display stand with landing gear folded up. Maybe that's tier four. It's the display stand. There. We just wrote a Haslab Black Series. You're welcome, Hasbro. <laughs> so, we'll looky there. We just did that. Uh, to slowly wrap things up, believe it or not. Um, here are Star Wars Book of Boba Fett earns four Emmy nominations. Are they all the nice. tech ones? Um... <laughs> Outstanding sound editing for a comedy or a drama series. Outstanding visual effects. Uh, outstanding fantasy sci-fi costumes and outstanding stunt coordination. Dude, that's a cool one. Yep. Uh, yeah, actually, that one. I don't think I don't think uh, Obi Wan finished in time to qualify. Probably not. <clears throat> Excuse me. So uh, wait a minute. This is definitely a bait and switch article, isn't it? Kinda. Okay, I'm going to call them out. It's car, it's comicbook.com. The headline is Star Wars, the Book of Boba Fett earns four Emmy nominations. In the first paragraph, they talk about the Emmy nominations. The rest of the paragraph all talks about Obi-Wan. Yep. It's a bait and the switch. Rest of the, article, it's the entire rest of the article oh. is all about Obi-Wan. That's why, that's why I didn't just go into the rest of it. That's great. <laughs> That's why I didn't get into the rest of it. And then the final paragraph, what did you think of Book of Boba Fett? <laughs> I don't know. You talked about Obi-Wan. Um, apparently, uh, is this in the comics? Yes. Um, apparently, Star Wars reveals Darth Vader's role in Rey's birth. Um, oh, yeah? It turns out Vader played an unwitting part in Rey's birth as revealed by Star Wars Shadow of the Sith, the new novel by Adam Christopher. Hmm. It acts like a prequel to the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Okay. I just finished it. I'm trying to figure prequel out what they're talking about. Let me look through here. Um, Dathan, known throughout his early years simply as the Abomination, had been trapped on Exegol. Mm-hmm. The Sith world or Palpatine had created him. How did he escape? He took a visit to the planet from Darth Vader and Ochi of Bastoon to provide Dathan the opportunity to escape. We know that Vader and Ochi visited Exegol once thanks to Marvel's Marvel Comics Darth Vader series. Uh, with the help of a simian slave named Dathan, whose name he then borrows, the stand casts stows away on Vader and Ochi's ship, remaining unnoticed until the ship touches down and he flees. It's from here that Dathan is able to begin his life anew, away from Palpatine's gaze. He worked on a ship for a short time before coming to live on the planet Hypercarn. There he met and married Miramir, and then Ray was born. They began their life on the run from Palpatine's agents looking to collect his granddaughter. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, like I said, this book, it's, it was a really good book, and it um, fills in half the backstory before Force Awakens. The uh-huh. Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. Star Wars Skeleton Crew reportedly begins filming. So, uh, according to Bespin Bulletin, uh, Skeleton Crew started filming at the end of June, as that, that was the expected production timeline. The series reportedly filming at Manhattan Beach Studios, where The Mandalorian, Obi-Wan, and The Book of Boba Fett filmed all their seasons. Soka is currently in production in that location as well. Additional filming for Skeleton Crew is reportedly being planned at locations including Culver City and California State University and Dominguez Hills. So, I'm kind of excited for this series. So, I'm new. I'm very, very curious, very interested. You know, when they said this is going to be kind of Goonies meets Star Wars, 
So I'm like, okay, I'm in for that. That's interesting. Um, John Watts, uh, who, let me see exactly who he is in this. I think he's a showrunner on this, possibly. I believe he is. Um, he was giving an interview talking about the plans for this. So this was during Celebration. He said the series is a story about a group of kids about 10 years old from a tiny planet who accidentally get lost in the Star Wars universe or galaxy. Um, and it's the story of their journey to try to find their way home. We like the idea of using kids to give you a different perspective and see the galaxy through a different pair of eyes. Deal with that. Sounds very kind of similar to what we just did with Obi-Wan with um, Leia trying to find her way home. Uh, mm-hmm. tell you, it kind of sounds similar to, or as well to, um, Star Trek Prodigy, the anime series, yeah, which is fine. Let's get something that kind of aims more towards the kids because Star Wars is a kids franchise. As much as we adults love it and refuse to acknowledge that fact, it's a kids franchise. And it's okay that it tugs at us who are kids at heart. Yeah. So, uh, and then um, Star Wars Andor creator reveals show's five-year setup. Really? So they're going to try and run this for, even though this takes place, I guess they're saying it's going to take place now, um, five years before New Hope or before Rogue One. And eat, and according to this, uh, each season, which is what they were supposed to do for Agent Carter. So I, at this point in time, I don't, I don't trust this. Each season well, is supposed remember, to be a different year. Wait a minute. Agent Carter was also on network television. Yeah. But originally Agent Carter was supposed to, each season was supposed to take place a, a different year. I know. And it didn't happen. If they were given more than one season, they, they may had, have done that. They had two seasons, and they still okay. didn't do it. They had two. Season one took place first half of the year in New York City. Season two takes place near the end of the year in California. See, it's totally different. Same year. <laughs> different locations. Yeah. No. But according to this, each season will be a different year. Hmm. So it makes me wonder if each season will be a standalone season with a with a common thread of eventually getting to when we first meet and or meet Cassian in Rogue One. Quite possibly. And hopefully we get the mission. Hopefully the final final thing we see in Andor is him with the guy that he kills as they get the mission, as he gets that final, completes that final mission before escaping wherever he was at. At this point in time, I'm fine if they recreate that scene to do it for his escape. Well, this is interesting in here. Tony Gilroy was talking and said um, that they took the directors and they actually broke these into three-episode blocks. So the first season is four three-episode blocks, which to me reminds me of the way they did Clone Wars towards the towards the middle to the end of Clone Wars when they were doing the arcs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, at this point in time, on this note, I'm going to ask, any final thoughts? I have a final thought. I don't like Hasbro. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> like Hasbro, but... <laughs> We're yeah. sad about Hasbro. Uh, yeah. My final thought is I would like to wish a happy birthday to two of our favorite captains in sci-fi. And that, of course, is Captain Jean-Luc Picard, played by Patrick Stewart. Happy birthday. And Captain Han Solo, played by Harrison Ford, is also his birthday as well. So happy birthday hey, cool. to both of you gentlemen. Don't have a problem talking Trek, too. Without, yeah, Strange New Worlds, amazing. Case. Without Trek, we wouldn't oh, have Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> Love Strange New Worlds. Right sure, we wouldn't. It's great. I it's check Star it Trek we've been waiting for since Enterprise. <laughs> so I've been hearing. It's Star Trek I wish Enterprise continued to do. After season two, but 
Uh, Ken, final thoughts. I think that covered it. And on that note, there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jet, I can hold it. Pull out! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. Oh, <laughs> my